Hey everyone, it's your host Colin Weston, and yes, we have reached the end of Season 8. What a fun and informative journey it has been over the past dozen episodes. I would like to thank all of you for listening and for joining us on our unrelenting quest to uncover the future of the game and the golf industry. We are gearing up to launch Season 9 on February 16th, and we are so excited to share more incredible conversations that I'll be having with some of the golf industry's top influencers. In the meantime, we wanted to recap our previous season by giving you a feel for the episodes that we published. During Season 8, we heard some amazing stories from a diverse group of guests, including entrepreneurs like Nick Steiner, founder of Back to Basics Golf, and social media stars Kat and Is She, aka the She Sisters. In this wrap-up episode, I'm going to provide you with a short audio bite from each one so that you can hear how truly inspiring all of these guests are. I'd like to take a moment and thank our sponsor partners, Golf Genius Software and British Columbia Golf, for help making the Mod Golf Podcast happen. Without their support, I wouldn't be able to bring you these engaging stories from golf's brightest innovators and influencers. Are you a golf course owner or operator struggling with the complexities of running golf tournaments? Do you want to spend less time running them while increasing revenue and profit margins? Our friends at Golf Genius Software have added a new digital scorecard option to their live scoring capabilities of its tournament management platform. So if you're in the golf course management business, I suggest you check out www.golfgenius.com to find out how they can help take your efforts to the next level. To get us started, first off is my conversation with Chairman and Director of Innovation for Edison Golf, Terry Kaler, who shares how he created a new standard for wedges that appeal to the massive recreational golf market. We'll build you a set of wedges with the lofts you want, the shaft you want, the flex you want. We'll build it an inch long, one degree upright, however you want those wedges. And we'll put them in your bag for five or six rounds of golf. And if they're not what we say they are, send them back. We'll give you all your money back. We call it a demo program because we want you to try these wedges on your golf course, hitting the shots that you face every day, because that's the only way to evaluate a wedge. You may be able to buy a driver in a hitting bay with a launch monitor, but for a club like a wedge, you hit so many different kinds of shots with your wedges. I believe you need to take any wedges you're thinking about buying, you need to take those exact wedges to your golf course and hit the shots you face every day. You need to see how the ball flies. You need to see how it reacts on the green. You need to see how the ball comes off on a chip and a pitch and a lob shot, a flop shot, whatever you know how to hit. You need to feel turf interaction. So we said, we're so confident in our golf club. We can't win in the media. We're not going to win by going out and buying tour players. Let's win one golfer at a time by putting wedges in their hands and letting them see what we're making, letting them see what we've done to wedge performance. It requires patience, but it's kind of bold. But we know what we have, and we just want to show golfers that. We ended up staging a contest giveaway with Terry not too long after his episode was released for a chance to win one of three customized Edison wedges. Did you get a chance to enter? Well, we'll be launching golf product giveaways every month. So if you want to enter our next one, follow us at ModGolfPodcast on Twitter and Instagram, or join our newsletter to stay in the know. Next up on episode two is my conversation with Malcolm Scoville, founder of Imagine Golf. Malcolm shares how embracing patience, curiosity, and tenacity have helped guide him along the not-so-straight path of his entrepreneurial journey. One of the things in my endeavors I found is getting as close to the student or the customer is what helps to quiet that voice of doubt and insecurity in the entrepreneurial mind. So for us with Imagine Golf, we really spent a lot of time before we had any product talking to golfers and asking them questions, not about a product we were thinking about building, but why do you play golf? What got you into golf? 
what are some of your highlights in your golfing career for amateurs? What are you working on in your golf game? Where are you trying to go in your game? What are some of the ways that you think might accelerate you to get there? So it's really applying a curiosity, a curious mindset to the product development process. That leads to all sorts of unexpected things. The biggest mistake I've made in my entrepreneurial endeavors is to have a product idea and just run at it as opposed to starting with a curiosity approach and asking open-ended questions. It also helps from a marketing standpoint. You start to write down things people are saying and then it helps you when you start to do some marketing and you start to put together your story. You're speaking in the voice of the customer as it were, as opposed to the voice in your own head. Imagine Golf is currently on Apple iOS, but will be available on Android soon. You can follow Imagine Golf on Instagram at Imagine Golfers. The following week, I had a fun conversation with the She Sisters about the creation of their She Golfs YouTube channel, building sock and apparel brands from scratch, and the connection between entrepreneurship, golf, yoga, and friendship. When you're in it every single day, you don't lift your head out to see the progress that you've made. That's something that I try to do a lot where you have to kind of step away from it and then be like, oh, actually, we've kind of created something pretty cool. And (laughs) from like the ground up. From the ground up and like starting from nothing and that it's only the beginning. So Mm -hmm. it's like truly, truly exciting. You can check out our extended conversation with the She Sisters and our 11 other Season 8 guests on the Mod Golf YouTube channel. If you do, please subscribe while you're there. If you leave a comment, I promise to get back to you. Coming up next, you'll hear the discussion I had with Medina Country Club General Manager and Chief Operating Officer Robert Sarecci about how he took an innovator's mindset to transform the iconic golf venue into a vibrant, welcoming, experience-based community. So Colin, in any industry, especially in our industry, one has to have an entrepreneurial mindset. But the challenge is this, in most clubs, it's not that my fellow club managers lack imagination, innovation. They are pretty bright folks. It's through no fault of their own. The challenge is, is that we work in an environment where we change boards very frequently, presidents every year, two years. And the fear The fear of failure in most clubs is so high that it prevents the management team from experimenting and innovating because the tolerance for failure is very small. And fortunately for us at Medina, we have educated and we have the support of the board in that I have a pretty large safety net. So for as many ideas we have tried that have succeeded, equal amount have failed. But you know what? It's okay. We want our team and our employees to think outside the box. Because again, just like I have a safety net, I provide them with a safety net as well. Robert is a strong collaborator and team builder who diligently works to strengthen and differentiate the Medina brand, which you can definitely hear his passion for in this episode. Following Robert, we had Reed Fowler, PGA fantasy and betting analyst for DraftKings, join the show to explain how DraftKings creates fun, memorable experiences for every demographic of sports fan. How do you capture golf on TV without spending a ton of money in infrastructure and technology? Because the logistics of how you film for golf on a golf tournament, you're talking about acres and acres and acres of land. It's just not feasible. How do you increase engagement Thursday, Friday, where there has to be a push on how golf is being consumed? 
when I was at Sawgrass with the players, they were pushing their technology so that you could see every single shot from every player, whether it be live or whether you'd click on that player and you could see that shot. But now the Masters, they're introducing that app to where you can have your favorite golfers and follow them and see every shot. That is going to increase viewership and the ability to engage When we talk about monetizing that, there are a lot of opportunities with that. And that's where golf needs to progress is how do we get golf when the tournament is being played? How do we get that on TV sooner rather than later? Check out the DraftKings website or mobile app to put some skin in the game and have some fun while watching the next PGA Tour event. Next up, we reach the halfway point of Season 8 with Episode 6 with the conversation I had with golf product manager for Garmin International, Scott Moore. Scott pulls back the curtain on how their human-centered design approach and prototype thinking leads to the creation of innovative products that customers love. When we come up with a product concept, we always ask this question here internally. We always ask, why Garmin? Why is somebody going to buy this over our competitors? There's got to be a good why Garmin before we ever do anything. That mentality is ingrained in everybody. If you don't have a why Garmin, then why are we even proposing? Why are we even making this? So when I go and pitch another idea for, say, the next generation golf watch, I can't just say, well, we're going to make this because we're Garmin and we had a lot of success with the last one. I have to come up with some benefit for the customer that is why they are going to buy this. Why is a customer going to go from our previous version to this one? Or why is a customer going to go from one of our competitors' products to this one? And so that mentality that we have of always trying to add benefit to our products and not just churn out a bunch of products that are kind of the same thing and put lipstick on it and say it's good now. We are trying to add value to every time we do a new product. It's not just something our leadership says. At every level, we're always asking that question, why Garmin? Attention mod golfers. We'll be running our Garmin Approach S62 Mod Golf Giveaway Contest on social media in March 2021. Coming up next is the chat I had with David Greishaber, Chief Information Officer at Gamers Golf, about how they are combining mobile gaming, user experience design, augmented reality, environmental sustainability, esports, and architectural design to create the next generation of golf entertainment centers. Where I see this market going is the games will become more video game-like. They'll become episodal, iterative, and level-based, and it'll become more addictive. All the current venues out there so far have taken the model of a driving range game or a golf game and tried to create a video game built upon that. Where we're differing is we're here in the heart of Xbox and PlayStation land and mobile game land. We're going with that direction. We're going to take video game quality PS4, PS5 type of games and downgrade them to become driving range games. That will be a major differentiator in what we're doing with the technology. You hit the ball and you look up as the ball is flying through the air and you see a tracer following it through the air and it lands in a target and you see explosions everywhere with points flying up in the air. So that is what's called a glassesless AR experience. That's the direction I think is coming to this scenario in the future and what we've been working on as a solution for several years. What I enjoyed most about my conversation with David was his enthusiasm for Liza Head for a post-COVID golf industry as interactive experiences, skill-based gaming, and entertainment combined to attract new fans, players, and customers to the sport. On our next show, I spoke with the PGA of America's Charles Dillahunt about how esports, sneakerhead culture, and a 17th century French philosopher can shape one's worldview on how to make golf more welcoming and inclusive for underrepresented communities. 
And we know that the inclusion of diverse owned businesses will help drive that creativity and innovation coming from folks who have all the experience in the golf industry, especially as us, as the PGA of America, pursue our mission of having a game, a golf industry workforce and a supply chain that mirror America. That's something that I don't think a lot of people have. And if more people took the time to be a mentor, be more than just a manager, a boss, be a friend and care for people, specifically minorities and underrepresented audiences in the business world, I think that's that's one of the best ways to break down barriers. Share your influence and your knowledge that you've gained over 30 plus years. And once the older generations do that, younger people like me are gonna be ahead of the game. And I would only think that would lead to much more innovation in the game of golf. So I can't thank Sandy enough. Obviously I'm a huge fan as you can hear, but it's because she gave me opportunity, right? And that's what people need and want. And people that are with Black Lives Matter and other groups like Black Lives Matter are asking, we want an opportunity to make an impact and have a level playing field. And I can't say enough about Sandy Cross and all that she's provided me to be able to do that. Are you part of a minority, veteran, woman, or disabled people's own business that would like to participate in the PGA Championship events? Go to www.pgaimpact.org backslash vendor hyphen inclusion to see the qualification requirements and apply. You can also email them at inclusion at pgahq.com to start the conversation. Next, I sat down with Back to Basics Golf founder Nick Steiner to hear some engaging insights from his entrepreneurial journey that has taken him from San Diego's scooter culture to Australia's Gold Coast. The satisfaction that you get and once things grow, it's pretty rewarding. And, and I think that's something else that I've come back to a lot lately is really enjoying the process. Just taking each day just to be happy and in the moment and have fun. And it's the little things overall that do bring the most happiness to me of, of a thing getting changed or a thing getting improved or an email of how it's helped someone's game. I mean, all that stuff is is the success that I continue to look at more and more. It's not the acquisition and things like that down the road. You know, those, those are all great and those are cool. That's what we're all striving for. But at the end of the day, when you look back and you connect the dots, it's just the little moments that led you there. It's the breakthroughs that you had. It's the hard things that you got over that make the entire process worth it. We are currently running a Mod Golf giveaway contest on social media with Back to Basics Golf until February 23rd, 2021. One lucky winner will win a Pro Path Putty Mirror, a Back to Basics Golf hat, and a dozen Titleist Pro V1X golf balls. You can enter by following us at Mod Golf Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube and either retweeting or leaving a comment that says, enter me in the Mod Golf Giveaway Contest. Next up, I speak with someone who picked up a golf club for the first time less than three years ago. New golfer and social media host Alyssa Kaysar joined us to share her journey and thoughts on how to make the game more welcoming and less intimidating for everyone. If you just go out there having a good time, whether you can hit the ball a mile or you can barely hit it off the tee, you just need to have fun. It's a social game. It was a beautiful day outside playing in the sunshine and we were taking it seriously. But when it comes to creating the environment for somebody who is new to the game, you have to be relaxed and laughing and having fun. Otherwise, it's not going to keep people coming back. If somebody is spending their day off out on the golf course, they're not going to spend their time doing something you're not having fun with. When I'm there playing with somebody who's newer to the game, I just always remember back to me being brand new. And I always conduct myself the way that I was treated because it was very helpful and it built my confidence the way people were patient with me and encouraging. Golf is so humbling. Somebody could duff one off the tee. She's brand new to the game. She could miss the ball. I'm just as capable of doing the same thing two and a half years in. So <laughs> golf is very humbling that way. Just as soon as you think you've got it figured out, it will remind you that you absolutely do not.
Alyssa is making waves on social media as the online host for the PGA Tours Farmer Insurance Open in San Diego. You can find Alyssa sharing her golf improvement journey on Instagram at NewLadyGolfer. Following my conversation with Alyssa, we welcome Golf AI founder Roderick Higby to the show to learn how artificial intelligence is making golf improvement through swing analysis accessible for both beginner and experienced golfers. There's just so many people that are in golf in San Diego and everyone's out here trying to grow the game. Working with people like that, I feel like if we can all work together in golf to make more people able to see what the game is really about and how much fun it is and how much you grow as a person, as an individual, and how you can talk about the feedback loop, really just see yourself, see what you think the shot's going to do. You take the shot. And then you see where it actually went and then try to reflect on why it went that way. And it just applies to life. And I think if people were to adopt golf as a widespread sport and continue growing it, it would be better for humanity. The Golf AI app is currently on Apple iOS to download for free and will be available on Android very soon. You can find our extended conversation with Broderick and 11 other Season 8 guests on our ModGolf YouTube channel, along with ModGolf product reviews, and Mod Golf Giveaway Contest Announcements. For our final episode, we chatted with pro golfer and LGBTQ spokesperson Tad Fujikawa about his personal journey of courage, love, and authenticity. I had to relearn how to live, and it was more these emotions, and now I feel like, okay, I can be myself again. It was different. It was a learning curve for me, which I didn't expect. It was kind of confusing at first. As far as golf, I separated the two. But as far as my life, I sort of had to relearn things. It was great because along the way, I found pieces of myself again. And I felt like I could be more of myself and be authentic. And the journey that I've been on since coming out has been very good. Honestly, golf isn't quite what I want it to be, but I can say that I've never been happier and my mental health has never been better. Obviously, I have a lot of aspirations that I do want to continue striving for, but as of right now, I'm, I'm happy and I'm pleased with the person that I am and who I have become. Everything happens at the right time for the right reason with the right people. And I am just so, so grateful for everything that I have and the life that I am able to live today. Since coming out on Instagram in September 2018, Tad has been a strong voice in the LGBTQ community, and it was great to hear how he has found happiness and balance in both life and golf. I hope this recap show inspires you to go back and listen to some of our 12 Season 8 episodes in full. To make sure you get the latest entrepreneurship and innovation news, please subscribe to the Mod Golf Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or our show homepage at www.mod.golf. I hope you'll join us again for Season 9 for more remarkable conversations with some of the top entrepreneurs and influencers in the golf industry. I'm your host, Colin Weston. Thanks so much for joining me. Bye for now.